Welcome to Chat with Mayor Matt. This is Matt Starr, Mayor for the City of Mount Vernon, coming to you from City Hall. Today's topic is about the new Neighborhood Watch program that's going on around Mount Vernon. We're going to have some uh, conversation with the gentleman who spearheaded this and is uh, getting a lot of traction here. So today I have with us Guy Hager, who is a nuclear reactor operator on submarines. After the Navy guy got his uh, mechanical engineering degree, he, he has worked at nuclear, hydro, and fossil power plants. He currently works for Ariel as a product trainer, and he's married to Lenan Hager. I'm a big fan of his wife, who's <laughs> a wonderful caterer, and uh, they've lived in Mount Vernon for nine years. So, Guy, welcome to City Hall. Thank you. Well, let's start into this. Uh, you got this idea for a neighborhood watch program. What is the purpose of a neighborhood watch? Uh, Big thing for Neighborhood Watch is to be extra eyes and ears for the police. Mm-hmm. Um, we are stealthy. Where When a police officer comes down the street, it's obvious that a police officer's on the street and bad actors stop doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. No one knows that that's us in our privately owned vehicle. So you, you don't know that the person may have the ability to observe and call directly into the dispatch and request police back to a re- police response to mm-hmm. something that's being seen. Well, now one of the things that um, you know about, uh, well, before I get into that, what made you want to decide to start a Neighborhood Watch program here? I was involved in Neighborhood Watch in a previous location in Pennsylvania, and I found that a very useful organization for um, partnering with the police. I saw signs here in Mount Vernon, mm-hmm. and when I contacted Neighborhood Watch, I found out that it was no longer active. Yeah. Um, in my neighborhood, I, I like typical neighborhood in Mount Vernon. I live in a nice neighborhood that's got a couple of problem houses. Five years ago, 2 a.m., there were screaming in my front yard. Mm. I went out and broke up a fight. It was a drug deal gone bad. Uh, Police responded, and they Mm -hmm. spent all night up the street at a drug house busting that house. Uh, That's just not the way we should be. If you look around Mount Vernon, we have a lot of light, nice neighborhoods, and every once in a while, like like a missing tooth and a smile, mm-hmm. there's a bad house. And I, another thing that drove this was recently we had some people who go up in front of city council and try to bring big city problems to Mount Vernon, complaining about our police department. Every interaction I've ever had with the police here or everything I've ever seen, they've been nothing but professional. Mm-hmm. And I think it's wrong for us to, sh- to try to bring big city problems to Mount Vernon. It's just not what we've got. So I wanted to start this, get some volunteers to watch the neighborhoods, to patrol the city, and to work with the police to solve the problems and improve Mount Vernon. What has been the response from uh, how many people are involved in the Neighborhood Watch program now? We have approximately 20 volunteers right now. And I'm hoping now that the weather's starting to warm up, that we'll, we'll get more. We're trying to get the word out. We've tried to make it very easy to participate. Um, we've got a website, uh, mountvernonneighborhoodwatch.com. You can get mm-hmm. your training on the website. There's a conduct of ops that the police chief requested that's up on the website. It's a page and a half. It's mm-hmm. a simple document. You read it, you electronically sign it, and then you become a volunteer. I've made the offer to all of our volunteers that I'm willing to go out on a patrol with them the first time if they'd like, Mm -hmm. so they can see how easy it is to use the website to do a 
do a patrol, and if you see something, to make a report and then fill out an incident f- form on our website. Mm-hmm. Um, the response from the police department has been excellent. Everyone yeah. we've dealt with has been very supportive. I, they uh, oftentimes say how wonderful they think the program is, and they're just very grateful. So and thanks for organizing all of this. Oh, it's really my pleasure. Um, let me ask this. One of the things that you know what an organization is by what you know it is not. So what are you guys not? <laughs> well, we're definitely not a vigilante organization. Okay. One of the things we stress in both the training and our conduct of operations is we take no action. We are just eyes and ears. Uh, we don't. We're not authorized to stop a citizen and ask them what they're doing. What we are trained to do is, if we see something, if, if it's a crime in progress, we dial nine one one. If it's not a crime in progress, we dial the dispatch number. We file a report. We move on. We don't stay. We don't watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have an incident form that we fill out on our website, and that allows the police to track where the reports have been made mm-hmm. so they can see where the problem areas are and concentrate resources on those. Well, it's, I think, um, you know, as we, as we look to um, doing, you know, doing the vigilance and doing the, uh, uh, you know, just having the watchful eyes, it is something that, you know, our cops can't be everywhere. No. Um, and they're, you know, we get we get calls sometimes about well why aren't they out riding tickets speeding down my road, well they're breaking up fights for drug deals and they're domestics and stuff like that that yeah. you know it's just it's one of the things that you got to kind of pick your priorities there and uh, so sometimes the sometimes they can't just be out on patrol um, overseeing a um, or setting a speed trap if you will or something like that mm-hmm. so anyway. Um, I know they appreciate the the extra eyes and ears on that, and it's, so it's again, it's it's sort of creating that map of where are you seeing the activity, which is intel, really. Right, and we've got people all throughout the town. Now our, our focus is is within city borders. Uh, we partnered with the city of pol- city police. The uh, sheriff is aware of our efforts, but we're currently not in the county. Okay. Um, uh, just yesterday, I I encountered an individual when I was pulling my trash can who was obviously stoned walking down the street with a backpack. Um, I didn't, I just said hi to him and he mumbled. He couldn't even Mm. form a word. I called dispatch and within five minutes I saw the police going down my street. Mm -hmm. So I gave them a a description of what he looked like. I filed a report. Uh, We've been noticing that there have been some people going up the alley with backpacks on and we kind of know that that's that's drug traffic. Mm-hmm. And if we can identify that to the police, and I, I hear from all every corner of our city, people are seeing things going on. So our patrols are not just um, driving patrols or walking patrols, but also just watching from the house. Sure. People are aware of what's going on in their neighborhood. And if we can map that out and identify the problem areas, the police can put their limited resources to better sure. use. Sure. Good. Excellent. Well, um, so who all is involved in the Neighborhood Watch program? We have volunteers of every age. Um, one of my strongest volunteers as a graphic artist who also does um, uh, internet training, uh, she was the one who designed our signs mm-hmm. and made our website. And she uh, is she she calls herself behind the scenes. I, <laughs> I invited her here, but she wanted to stay behind the scenes. That's okay. Um, <laughs> 
the, without her, our website would not be functioning. And the website is very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's mountvernonneighborhoodwatch.com. It's a long name. It's our, but uh, uh, you go. It's very simple. Um, it's easy to use. We try to put information out to our volunteers on about a monthly basis. Small bits of information about what's going on, mm-hmm. uh, things to be aware of, and uh, training. I noticed I was uh, uh, in preparation for today's uh, event and also looking back when you first started this. um, It is a very intuitive uh, website. You can find whatever you need in a matter of probably two clicks or something like that. So that's always that's always really good where it's user. uh, It it has a really good user interface. It does. Easy to follow. It's also been designed for um, cell phone too. So if mm-hmm. you're if you're on your cell phone, it has a slightly different look, but the same same interface. And I use that if if I just start to take a drive around town, it's like well, I might as well sign up for patrol because you can do it on the spur of the mm-hmm. moment. And normally I do a one hour patrol. Uh, we've split the city into three zones: east, west, split from Main Street, and the downtown district, which I consider a walking district. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we kept it nice and simple. Typically, do a one hour patrol. Mm-hmm. In one hour, you can you can drive around and see what's going on. One of the things we train is that uh, when you're on patrol, uh, your radio's off, your windows are down, you're listening, you're driving slow, you're just uh, you're smelling for smoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're eyes and ears for the police and the fire department. Uh, we'd call dispatch with anything we would find. So. Um we talked about you know why you decided to create this neighborhood watch. You came back from Pennsylvania and you had been involved in that, which was I'm assuming pretty successful mm-hmm. as well. Um, who can participate in this program? And uh, can you talk a little bit about the training that's involved sure. in this? Uh, we are open to all citizens. Uh, we have people who are not ambulatory, but they can watch from the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, all you have to do is there's a three and a half minute. Uh, training that's available online and a code of conduct which is paid in a half. Um, the uh, police chief requested that we write the code of conduct. You'd think that'd be something that would be available on the nationwide net, uh, website, but it's not. <laughs> <This is a laughs> uh, most of my information came from South Africa where apparently they have a neighborhood watch program that's very strong. Um, nice. He just wanted to make sure that we laid out very clearly what was expected. And the mm-hmm. biggest thing is we are not vigilantes. Um, so that is clearly spelled out. We want somebody to sign that before they go. Right. The previous Neighborhood Watch program had kind of moved into wanting to respond themselves. Mm-hmm. And we don't want any part of that. Right. So we wanted to very strongly dissuade that. Well, let the experts handle their, their deal and you guys just be the eyes and ears. So. Exactly. Yeah, anyway, good. Um, so where is the, uh, the neighborhood watch located? You said you've got three zones, but, uh, where did it start and, and how did it, it, uh, well, it expand? I, I guess it kind of started on my street here in the mm-hmm. Northeast, just, just from that experience that I had, mm-hmm. but we wanted to cover the entire city and we have volunteers in every area and, and yesterday we're currently putting up 50 signs. Uh, the chief of police uh, was able to buy us 50 customized mm-hmm. signs that have the number that you call in. We've got the uh, plow map from the city street department. Mm-hmm. We're using that. Uh, there's five zones there. We're placing 10 signs in each zone. Uh, we want uh, signs at every major entrance. And um, we used the program Next Door, which is online, mm-hmm. and, in, and got 
input from just everybody in town, they identified areas where they felt a sign was useful. Uh, those are those are trouble areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, those signs are already up. There's 11 signs. Well, the, the signs have been marked. The street department put it up. We're going around and we're marking existing street signs where the street department will mount the signs for us. Mm-hmm. And then we're mapping that out, making it easy for them to go and install the signs. We've got places where we know that there's heavy drug activity and we don't mind making the people nervous that maybe they could be watched. Mm-hmm. I want to get into a little bit, you, you touched on something earlier. I want to get into a little bit more about how it's the the relationships between the citizenry and, and the government, particularly the police department. Mm-hmm. We talk about. It's not really popular to be a police officer these days. It's a tough job. Uh, it is a tough job. And um, let's talk about the relationship of, of, of working with the police um, in, 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 as opposed to what we have seen typically as it's pointing fingers. So. One of the things we, that we make available to all of our volunteers is uh, if, if they're interested, they can do a police ride-along. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a form that gets filled out. They do a background check. I've had at least five volunteers go, and they say it's eye-opening. It's eye-opening. I was just going to say, I, I entirely agree because I've done it too, and it's like, oh, my gosh, this is, this is the stuff that they They're see. very restrained on what they can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had people say, well, why can't they just pull them over? They know that guy's selling drugs probable cause where we we as citizens have rights and the police are constrained by those rights Mm -hmm. um it's it's just eye-opening what they're allowed to do and what they're not allowed to do and people think and you wouldn't want it any other way i mean we have those rights to protect our our freedom but uh unfortunately it also protects the freedom of the criminals well and i'll tell you what for my just when i did a ride along with um then a corporal, now a sergeant. Um, it didn't take long, and I, I, I purposely selected a full moon night. <laughs> <laughs> Those are so, always the most interesting. Are, yes. Are, anyway, whatever truth there may be to that, I don't know. I, just, I want to go where the action's going to be. Yes. So, anyway, I, um, I, uh, it didn't take long, and just the uh, abuse from someone who was caught stealing that the that our police officer was taking from them. Um, was deplorable. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the, very clearly, this, this this person who was being arrested was uh, not in a good place, and and she was just yelling all sorts of everything to the to the officer who um, kept his cool. It was, was professional. Always was very professional. Yep. And I was just proud of the way that 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 our guys handled that situation. I see that time and time again. So that really bothered me when somebody went to city council and said, our, our police are a problem. They are not a problem. They're, they're, they're an asset. Well, I'm not going to say that we don't have problems with the police department, but our guys do a really good job. They do. And they do, you know, we, every organization all around the world has their own issues. They always have room for improvement, and we're always looking for that as well. But when you get when you see day in and day out some of the worst that humanity has to offer, it can really weigh on you. Mm-hmm. And we're asking human beings to have that emotional responsibility to leave all that garbage at the door when they come into work and put up this emotional shield and deflect that and and just you know I would almost say be RoboCop, but that's remain sort of what we're at yeah all very, times. remaining professional at all times. Um, with also still having that humanity, yes, you know, 
So anyway, my, my hat's off to him. I, you know, if people do want to do that ride along. It is eye opening. Yeah. So did, how have you have you done one of the ride alongs? So yeah, what was it like for you? Um, it was it was kind of a quiet night, uh-huh. but we did see things, and and it was really interesting to see how the response went and and how they had to deal with it. Um, just two of our volunteer, we had a meeting yesterday to talk about placing signs, and two of our volunteers scheduled ride alongs, mm-hmm. and everyone I've I've had go on a ride along said oh that was amazing that really should have done that we don't require it but we make it available to all of our members and when you think about what cops have to do they have to go from zero to 90 in a moment yes it's not like okay i gotta ramp up and start doing when when the decision you have to make a good decision all the time that's what and they they get probably get tired of me saying it but every time i see him or i swear somebody in is it make good decisions that's what i always <laughs> make good decisions that's one of the things that's yeah. so important um anyway okay so um organizing and communicating information you, the website is where things are really centralized is it yes. not how else do you get communication out to people we're using next door yeah and that goes to a broader audience uh, we've had two in-person meetings. COVID kind of put a kibosh on that sure. for now. We hope to open that back up because I know I have some members who don't have web access, don't even have a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so without that, it's hard to get communications to them. Uh, we try to send out regular emails, but again, not everybody has that mm-hmm. capability. Uh, the police department have opened up their training room to us to hold meetings. And we hope to, now that things are loosening up with COVID, to start those again. Mm-hmm. We'll do some in-person training. But the trainings, we made the training available on the web so that anybody could get it at any time. What, uh, so what kind of tips do you, do you offer? Just practical tips. If somebody stops you in the road, well, what should I be looking for? What should I be doing? Be aware of your surroundings at all times. Um, the... This kind of, when I got my concealed carry permit, one of the things that, that they taught us was watch the room, watch watch your environment, look for threats at all times. Mm-hmm. And when you're out on patrol, you, you're, you keep your head kind of on a swivel. That's why we don't want the radio on. We want the, we want the windows down. You can, if you hear somebody screaming, you want to be able to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, just be aware of people who, don't look they look out of place so, mm-hmm. someone who looks nervous uh watch for um vans in front of a uh, house that you believe is empty mm-hmm. uh, delivery vans that's fine but if it's a u-haul sitting in front of a house that that no one's at home that could be a theft and it happens daytime and nighttime it's not people think that crime happens at night now it happens every yeah. hour of every day <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so we want our patrols out all the time, as well as people watching from home all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my report yesterday happened when I went out to get my trash can. Yeah, I mean uh, the guy stumbled into me on the sidewalk, a walking zombie. Mm-hmm. Um, that I wasn't on patrol, but I can still make a call. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, so 
Let's go again where people can go to find out more information from you. Um, and then are, are there next? Are there any scheduled trainings or is it all just online meetings, et cetera? Where can people go to find out more information? Mount Vernon Neighborhood Watch.com, all lowercase, no spaces. Okay. Uh, there's, there's a, you got to spell out Mount also. Yes, you do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a long name, but uh, you, you get used to it. Sure. Bookmark it. Uh, because we hope that anyone who goes on there will take the training and then go out on patrols and and see things and make the reports and it all happens right there on that website. Mm-hmm. It's nicely laid out and um, very easy to find. Um, uh, anyone's welcome to call me at any time. Uh, I, I, I my email is guywhager at gmail dot com. You can email me for information. Uh, I'm happy to talk to people. I'm, I've scheduled, uh, I've got a new volunteer going on patrol with them on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, that just makes, puts people at ease when they see how easy it is to use the website, sign up for patrol, go on patrol, what they look for, and then how to, how to close out. It, it really is easy to do. Um, Christmas time, I took my wife. We went out and looked at a bunch of Christmas lights while we were on patrol. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing at all. No. Well, I know. So when I, when I, every now and again, I'll just I'll just take a, a day, a night, a morning, an afternoon, and I'll just ride, drive around the city just to see the city mm-hmm. uh, from different points of view. And it's amazing what you see. Yeah, it really is. When you just go out just to observe, uh, you're not going to an appointment or you're not going, but if you just stop smell the roses and just just uh, look around we do have some wonderful things happening on here we really we, do we do want to keep those those wonderful things happening and and um, you know we gotta we've got to keep our eyes peeled for these other things these bad elements uh, with the expectation that you know we hope we want people to get help yes we want people to get help um, and this is a way I think that that we can have people get help uh, having those extra eyes and ears around town so anyway well listen guy uh, thanks for coming into city hall and to talk about this i really appreciate it congratulations on getting this up and running as you can see i've got a sign in my office right I here so. Signs. <laughs> yeah. so the um debbie chose blue particularly because yep. it does stand out it's a little different mm-hmm. um so it's a good looking sign it's got the number on it to call dispatch directly and let's go, what number is the dispatch number, Guy? If you would go ahead and just uh, let them know. 740-397-2222. And then you choose option one. Dispatch is 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You call, you give a description of what you've seen, your name, your phone number, and a police response will be forthcoming. Great. Well, uh, Guy Hager, thanks for coming into City Hall and talking with us about the Neighborhood Watch program. Congratulations on getting it started. And... Uh, We'll check in and see how things go and uh, see what see how the uh, the relationships continue to grow and, and see how um, much help we can get people. Great. Thanks for your support. Thank you.